If you're going to be a cowgirl, you got to be tough. The best thing about being a teen girl is getting to have a cowgirl summer. Oh, 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 this is the Pure Boys, a Christian podcast, but God told us to change. Oh, 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 so for the summer we're watching cowgirl flicks. Oh, 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 get in the action, feel the attraction. Horses and teens are what a dream. Oh, 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 wanna be free and free to ride some horses. Man. I feel like a cowgirl. This is our summer theme song. Yahweh! What's up, Fudge Packers? Welcome to Pure Boys Podcast. Yes! I'm super picky about cowgirl summer. <laughs> and I want to pack some fudge with y'all. Yes! Queen, get an abortion! <laughs> It's all the hits now, baby. You're tuned into the hottest hunks in radio, the Pure Boys. That's right. This is a radio show straight out of Haiti. <laughs> we don't talk about that uh, very often. That we're on the dial. Yeah, we're on. We're on C H U B, the Chub. <laughs> I thought you were going to spell church. Oh, I should. Then... Yeah, we're on the C H U R C H, the church. 69.69 the church yeah we have different dials in haiti yeah yeah all of our dials the only numbers on our dial are 69 420 and 911 those are our dials and you tune into one of those and you get radio or you get pure boys haiti has a fun sense of humor we like to uh, play things a little off the cuff yeah haiti is very uh like very, very like frat culture is very big still in Haiti. There's a lot of people throwing up the shocker in pictures. There's a lot of people wearing those like Italian that, that Italian design shirt where it's like two women sitting back to back, but if you cover the top half of the picture, it looks like a woman with her legs spread. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, Haiti's chill as f. Yeah, Haiti's cool. It's a cool <laughs> place, guys. Come on down, Yahweh. Hang loose, hang yeah. loose in Haiti. <laughs> <laughs> where are we gonna make where are we gonna I don't know if we talked about this on the show or not but we were gonna like make a shirt that was just the hang loose symbol and it just said Haiti underneath it was that was that on the show or off the show I don't remember anymore it was on the show oh, and okay. I think we said like Haiti rocks or Haiti's great <laughs> yeah. or something like that yeah. Haiti it should just say Haiti loose is what it should say <laughs> yeah because everybody knows what Haiti loose means hey Haiti loose you know <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, I'm I'm Zachariah Ty Bryant, and I'm Jonathan Toilet Toilet. Oh, the two toilet kid back again. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. That's a Haitian air horn. We like to call it here. Yeah, because we're in Haiti. Yeah, and you have to do the sound with your mouth for it to be a Haitian air horn. A Jamaican air horn. Yep. They got the reggaeton. They got a thing, you know. We could have buttons, but why have buttons when you can do it with your mouth? I don't even do up the buttons on my shirts. I'm just always just free balling. Never? Never. Why would I? <laughs> Who am Not I? Not once have you ever done up a no. button? Who am I, J.D. Rockefeller? No thanks. <laughs> Save the buttons, chief. I'm all right. Do you ever, like, uh, um, get a, what do they call those, kimonos? <laughs> oh, yeah, like, of course. kind of like. Yeah. Listeners, if you're ever wondering, I am exclusively wearing kimonos. 
kimonos and pink straw cowboy hats. That's my look. Don't wear it out. Literally, Can don't we wear sell it out. Of the kimonos? House. Can we sell them? Sure. Yeah. Will we sell them? I'd like them? to put together like a really nice Haitian uh, kimono. Hey, real quick, remind me, what does the Haitian flag look like? Uh, I think it's orange, white, and green. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it looks like a pumpkin. It's uh yeah. the top there's a little tiny square of green at the top the rest of the the I was going to say the rest of the pumpkin the rest of the flag is orange and at the very bottom there's a little scoop of white I was completely wrong it is hard blue and hard red half seas with logo in the middle <laughs> with just a logo like McDonald's well, or something it's either a dragon or a sailboat oh i i thought it was the mercedes logo isn't it the mercedes logo <laughs> Yeah, with a it, it's a little tweaked. It has a, a palm tree in the middle, oh, but other cool. than that, it's basically just a Mercedes logo. Yeah, all three of the lines in the center of the logo are palm trees. Yeah, yeah. Isn't there it, we go. Isn't it funny that Mercedes just took like the peace sign and was like, "Yeah, we're gonna mostly make that ours. We're we're taking." Yeah, it. but they were Nazis at that point. Mercedes? I know Volkswagen was Nazis as frick, but I didn't know Mercedes was Nazi too. Uh, yeah, they were all kind of Nazis. Did you know Fanta soda is Nazi soda? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. That would explain why you drink so much of it. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Yeah, you got me. I shouldn't have even brought no, it up. You know no, what? I was, oh, man. I was talking to the listeners, Neil specifically. Oh, no, not again. That's right, Neil. You're a Nazi. We're calling you out on the show. How does that feel? Thanks for your service. I'm so scared. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for your service. Thank you for your for service. Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Not your Nazi service, your other service. <laughs> hey, what are we watching this week? Well, do you want to say? Yeah. Do you want to say? Or do you want well, me to say? Well, wow. I'll say. Okay. I always say. Brain Power Studios presents <laughs> Pony Sitters Club. Oh, no. Fun, Fun at the fair. Yeah. 2020. It's not, oh no. No, it is. Pony Sitters Club. Oh no. Fun at the fair. <laughs> Nobody wants to have that. Everyone is everyone is shocked at the idea of having fun at the fair. Yeah. Oh no. What did you do? How was the fair? Oh no. We had so much fun. <laughs> that's how people talk about fairs. Yeah, that's how people talk about fun. Oh no. <laughs> we went to the lake. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Shrek? Oh, no, I loved it. <laughs> I only say that because I am literally wearing a Shrek and Donkey tank top that says best friends on it, so. I can't corroborate that. You're I a- see a tank top, but I don't see the, okay, best friends forever? That's right. Well, it just says, it just no, it says best buds, sorry, best buds. Okay. But it doesn't have a timeline, so it could no. like end right away. Might already be done. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. that's an aged T-shirt. Yeah. How will Shrek? How will Shrek and Donkey die? That's the big question. What will what will fall our heroes? Did they die yet, or are yeah. they like infinite? No, no, they're definitely dead. The story was written years ago. They're dead. They're dead and in hell. They're they're everybody. Yeah, they're they're gone. A talking. What donkey? is the average time span for a donkey? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm you assuming. No. I'm assuming you're googling it because I don't have that answer offhand. Like, 
that's kind of weird that you don't know that. Though, that I don't know because you have it on your T-shirt. That it, well, <laughs> well, the back of the T-shirt says how long ogres and donkeys live for, but I can't see the back of the shirt because I'm wearing it. And you famously never look at backs of shirts when you buy them well, also, or use them. I also famously can't read, so it wouldn't matter anyway. Remember a bygone era where people just like twenty five percent of the population didn't know how to read. You're talking about present day. No, I'm talking about like five years ago. Yeah, I would wager that like I would wager more than twenty five percent of the population of the world can't read. I I can almost guarantee you that's true. Well, to settle a matter that we were talking about earlier, donkeys can live 25 to 30 years. Wow, that's a long time. That's an ass load of life. We can say that because we're being very real with you. Well, also, Jesus described, like, when he made all the fish and bread, he was like, this is an ass load of fish and bread, guys. Look in the Bible. It's right there. John 3.16. Illiterate is what I was thinking of. Yeah? I I know. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I couldn't you... think of the word, so what I searched was percentage of non-readers in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, Sky? From Pony Sitters Club, Fun at the Fair, 2020. <laughs> well, here's a interesting fact for the listeners. While only 12% of the people in the world could read and write in 1820, Today, the numbers have reversed, while only 14% of the world population in 2016 remained illiterate. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Also, weird to be like, in 1820, nobody could read. It's like, yeah, no, duh. Of course they yeah. couldn't. We talking about that's Chong Wayne time. That's cowboy time. Yeah, people were way too busy learning uh, kung fu and karate exactly they were way too busy learning how to load and then reload muskets it's it's exhausting <laughs> time-consuming back-breaking labor who has time to read a lot of bear fights too oh yeah you bet so many gay dudes just bashing into each other <laughs> as was their want i mean it's 1820 and you can't read yeah what are you gonna do you're not gonna pack some fudge get out of here with that nonsense yahweh yeah. Yahweh. Hey, Yahweh. Uh, Reset. <laughs> all right. So um, should we get to everyone's favorite segment of the show? Well, we got to pray first. Oh, my God. In heaven. Thank you for this bounty. You're right. <laughs> uh, let's start this episode the way we start all episodes, with the <laughs> pure boy's prayer. Okay. God, God bless our, our podcast. podcast. God bless all podcasts. I love you. We were pointing at each other when we said that. We meant it. We always point at each other, but with other things. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> what do we point at each other with? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Sorbo, Read of the Week. That's right. I sprung it on you. Okay, this week's Kevin Sorbo Tweet of the Week. I added a passcode to my phone, so this is taking an extra second. <laughs> uh, what, are you worried your wife is going to get on your phone, you coward? <laughs> Give her the nah, code. people at my new job. Oh, you know what? That's fair. Yeah, there's a lot of jabronis <laughs> where you work. That's true. Jabronis abound. and uh, I don't really mean this. I mean uh, but <laughs> I used to work there. I know the jabronis. I'm going to start with the time and day first from now on. Uh, this was 10.34 in the a.m. 
on July 25th. So he was really worried about uh, kids at this point. Sunday. Hey, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. 1030 in the morning. Shouldn't Kevin yep. be in church at that time? July 25th was a Sunday. That's church yeah. time, baby. Take your kids to church. Maybe he has like a late service or early service yeah, maybe or he maybe to, he was brunching. He might go to like the 11 o'clock service or the 9 a.m. service. You're right. Maybe that is the case, but I don't know. It feels fishy. Don't be tweeting from church, Kevin. But anyway, what do you have to tweet from church? Maybe he took a dump at church and he tweeted this from the toilet. You think he was relieving himself of his sins and also <laughs> tweeting? I think that's what he does every time he tweets. <laughs> All right. Uh, forcing children to wear masks is child abuse. You think? <laughs> Good stuff as always, Kevin. Very enlightened. Now wipe and flush. You're done, bud. <laughs> Your sins have been forgiven. <laughs> uh, twenty hail marys, though. Yeah, twenty. Say say him while you wipe, and then you're good to go. <laughs> Everybody says a wipe per hail mary will keep you in heaven. Well, especially if you got twenty, you're gonna be. I mean, you got a chainsaw. You're gonna skin your ass raw if you're not careful. <laughs> I only use the softest of leathers when I wipe. <laughs> but it has to be a soft leather. That's the difference. Oh, like a calf's leather. <laughs> Veal leather, yum. Well, wipe. Ah, you are my wipe. <laughs> That's what I say when I go out to the farm and pick out my calf. <laughs> <laughs> and I point and I go, you are my wipe. You are my wipe? And the cow goes, <laughs> You go, yeah, that one. Shoot that one That's right in front wife, of me. Baby. Shoot that one in the head, right? I want to see it die. And then I'm going to wipe my bum with its supple leather. I usually get them to, like, suffocate them with a plastic bag. <laughs> I do I, love, guns are too messy. I do love the idea of you being like, I'm going to need you to suffocate that cow for me with a, with a plastic bag, please. Yeah, that's my wipe. That's how, excuse me, that's my wipe. Oh, that's my wipe you're talking to. <laughs> yeah, leather. Soft leather, everyone. Supple. Keep your wipes clean. That's right. Get a bidet. <laughs> well, well, Yahweh. <laughs> All right, well, should we just keep it rolling? Yeah, let's get into it. I didn't uh I didn't look ahead. <laughs> what I didn't I didn't figure out what of these I'm reading today, so I'm going to just fly by the seat of my pants. For everyone's a second favorite segment, really loud, really loud. Can't, can't, don't know how to turn that down before it plays. Is it a volume thing? It's a volume thing, yeah. You know, okay. it's... Oh, right. Uh, to tame a wild cowboy. <laughs> you know what it is. You already know what it is. Lori Wilds, to tame a wild cowboy. Rent Lockhart. Tara, whatever her name is, Reed. a baby, you know, that kind of stuff. Wait, there's a baby? Yeah. <laughs> Have we talked about this? This is big news, and you're just like, ah, baby. You know about this from the very, that's the whole point of the story. Rec, Rent Lockhart is a poon hound. He knocked up some girl, and then right. now she, she had the baby, but it was premature, and now Tara is the nurse looking after her because the mom abandoned the baby, and Tara is looking after this NICU baby, and Rhett and Tara know each other from their past, and they're kind of sweet on each other. Also, we didn't read any of this, but it turns out that everyone in Rhett's family is married to everyone in Tara's family. 
Like, all of, they, there's like Gross. three, there's like four brothers on his side and four sisters on her side, and all of those people are married to each other. The only holdouts are Rhett and Tara. Well, guess what happens to them at the end of this book? Spoilers. Oh my god. You know why? This is like the opposite of Romeo and Juliet. They were as close as PB and J on bread. He was the peanut butter, all smooth and creamy. Ugh. She was the jelly, messy, sticky, shaky. Ugh. What? You don't ever? You don't ever, you don't ever say that your wife is the the sticky peanut butter. Your your messy jelly. Well, yeah, she's definitely the peanut butter. I'm the jelly. Well, of course you're the jelly. Oh my god, I have so much highlighted here. I don't know if I should. There's. <laughs> I have like. I have basically a full page highlighted. I don't know if I should read well, all of that. Let's hear it. Okay, here we go. This is all I'm going to read today. Then this this whole paragraph. So okay. this whole page. Rhett reached out and traced her bottom lip with the pad of his thumb. Brazenly, she snagged his thumb between her teeth and gently bit down. A low, rough groan tumbled from his lips. Ugh, that's gross. Spooked, she gulped. Was this happening? Their first kiss? She didn't raise a hand to resist. Why not? Snap out of it. Rhett, she whispered again, and in what she thought was protest, but it sounded more like entreaty. His lips hovered above hers. He held her by her shoulders, his warm fingers digging into her skin. The room was darkened, lit only by the light from the Venta hood and his phone, which was now playing Faith Hill's This Kiss, a great country song. <laughs> Groovy. The sun had nice. set. The sun had set while they'd been in the kitchen. Her knees wobbled, buoyant and bouncy. She felt as if she were a tumbleweed blown willy-nilly across the desert floor, flowing with the wind, unable to control her own destiny. It was concerning, and oddly freeing. Here she was, at the whim of fate, trembling on the er verge of something monumental, if she but dared. Great, no-strings-attached sex. Oh, they could have it <laughs> if they wanted. Audaciousness was not her strong suit. Well-thought-out, calculated risk was more her thing. Weighed, studied, researched to the nth degree. Sleeping with him would be the worst move ever. She knew it in her heart, blood, and soul. But her body, her body was telling her yes. She would not be one of his casual conquests. No, no, no. And that's to tame a wild cowboy for this week. Okay, so she wants no strings attached, but at the end of that statement, she wants it to be a thing. Uh, yeah. Well, but, <laughs> okay. but no, her body wants it. Her brain is saying no. Because she doesn't want to get involved with some messy poon hound like Rhett Lockhart. She wants a good man. But guess what? Turns out Rhett Lockhart is a good man. He sounds like a groovy man. Yeah. I would uh, I'd a... let him grab me by the shoulders and smooch me on the nose. Yeah, I'd, I'd, if he was my dad, I'd let him kiss me. Mustache. You're darn right as a mustache. <laughs> Does he have a mustache on the cover, or is he a smooth boy? Oh, no, he's smooth. His face is smooth. His chest is smooth. His arms are smooth. He's smooth, baby. Do you think it, he waxes, or is it natural? Oh, I think this cowboy on the cover waxes 100% he does. Yeah. There's no... But what about Red? Oh, Red Depp. No, Red. I bet Red has a hairy chest. Yeah. He's a cow. He's cowpoke. He's a rodeo rider. He's rough and tumble. 
little wisps of fur on his chesticles. Oh, I bet he's got a like a bush. I bet he's got. <laughs> I bet he's got full bush between his nips. If you know what I'm saying. Oh, like a Austin Powers uh, penis. Yeah, that's his mojo. Yeah, <laughs> that's his mojo. <laughs> that's his mojo. Speaking of mojo, it's time for Pony Sitters Club Fun at the Fair. Oh no! Oh no! Too much fun! No, no bueno! <laughs> what a what a ride this was! Uh, Canadian mm-hmm. feature film uh, based nope. off of a Canadian television film. Yeah, yeah, not a feature yeah. film. Was not played in theaters. You don't think so? I guarantee you, it wasn't. Universal City Walk. Oh, maybe at the City Walk. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> but based off of a Netflix uh, TV series of yep. the same name. Pony Sitters Club, yeah. Starring, I think, all the same people. Like, I don't think anyone got recast. I don't think they yep. cast any, like, prettier kids to be in this. <laughs> like, ah, get rid of some of the uggos from the TV series. Bring in these hot kids. That's what they were saying. Yeah, I don't think there's any divergent from the cast. No. There's a couple of, like cutscenes right after the character that like just introduce you to characters that you would already know so there's no like dialogue or anything right and you're like well i uh i guess this is supposed to set something up but it hasn't for me i mean i got most of the kids names i didn't get all of them because i don't think some of them were even said who is the girl who trains the dog did that girl get a name i i know the name of the dog is speedy <laughs> yeah and <laughs> yeah. that's it yeah, she I has pigtails. Yep. I don't think that girl got a name. I I think she I mean, I think if we knew the show, we'd know her name, but in the movie it was never said. Well, the main adult main lead, Anthony or Anthony or whatever who? his name was. Grandpa? Or oh, you're talking about the <laughs> you're talking about the big-mouthed man who who's in love with the yeah. mom, the MILF hunter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's not in the IMDb credits even though he's a major major part of this story. Oh yeah, yeah. He's got a shirt that says Got Milf. And she goes, yeah. "I do." And he goes, I, "I do too. Now we're married." Oh, he's coming hard. I'm surprised there wasn't an <laughs> engagement uh at the end. <laughs> Me neither. He's coming hard. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, in so many senses of the phrase. <laughs> Uh, so already, oh, movie opens. We see all the kids. We're introduced to all the kids, but like, there's no lines in the opening. It's just like shots of the kids doing things on the farm, and uh, some real nice cinematography. Uh, although mm-hmm. my only complaint is it's a little washed out. Like the color, it's like there's a little too much brightness on it, where everything looks a little washed out. Like if you just were inside all day and then you came outside and you're like, oh, I can't really see. It's kind of what the film looks like. I agree. Maybe that's what the kids are into. Maybe that's like a, you know, a can- Canadian film technique. I mean, maybe we just have old eyes and just like this movie. This movie looks fine, but our old eyes are like, oh no, too much, too much effort to look at this. Well, it does say for young eyes only at the start of this. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, movie. They say put on your young eye glasses now. <laughs> Right before Brain Power Studios. Exactly. They, they, this movie wastes no time either. Like, you hit play, and it's just like, Brain Power Studios, here, here it is, Baby Sports Club, there it is, get in there. Yeehaw. <laughs> well, it's only an hour and 20 minutes, so they got to get it in, and they got to spend at least half of the movie at the fair. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yas. Uh, yas, queen. 
So all the girls are doing stuff. There's like, I don't know, 50 girls who work on this farm. Like, there's just <laughs> so many of them. I couldn't keep track of all of them. But there's a lot. Somewhere between a 50 and a 100 of all <laughs> shapes and sizes yep. and races and creeds yeah. and stars, religions. Stars and stripes. Yeah. There's one for every religion, one for every race, <laughs> yeah. one for every, uh, you know, size. Yep. They cut past a girl. She's kneeling in, like, a pasture. She's got her rug out. She's facing east. She's praying, doing her daily prayer. It's a beautiful thing. They keep moving. There's, I don't know, some other things happening. I couldn't think of anything else. There's a kid sacrificing a chicken to appease his blood god. Everyone gets a, a shout-out in this. But that's appropriate because that's what his religion entails. Yeah, it's he, normalized through his action. Well, and he says, so, like, every time he introduces himself, he's like, Hi, I'm Dale. I'm a voodoo prince. I'm a big bad voodoo <laughs> daddy. And they go, that's sick, man. I love it. Yeah, the, the credit scene is just basically kids introducing themselves and what their thing is. <laughs> I'm Shelby. My thing is being spoiled. I'm Sky. My <laughs> thing is being selfish. I'm is I'm Bella. My thing is I'm a huge friggin' dork. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> my name's Mike and I'm too smart for my own good. <laughs> my name's Kyle and I hope I don't ever have to pick something up off the ground. <laughs> well, we'll get to Kyle. Uh, yeah. So anyway, the... Sky is the main girl. She's like poised and nice and like a good friend, but also a little selfish and gets caught up in her own needs and desires. And so she's hanging out with some horses and somebody, I think it's Shelby, the 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 spoiled girl starts a tractor for some reason and then it backfires and scares all the horses. Well, she gets on a Harley Davidson. And she just yeah. starts cranking the throttle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She goes, call me the Marlboro Man, and just starts hammering on that throttle. And, you know, the the horses are okay for a bit, yeah. but then, boom. Oh. She goes, oh, Jailbreak. backfires. Jebrock? Jailbreak. Jailbreak. Yeah, you bet. Thin Lizzy starts playing. All the horses, all the CGI horses smash through the CGI fence and take off. And show and Sky doesn't seem to care. <laughs> like she just she's yeah. just like oh eh. oh oh, and then pulls out her <laughs> cell phone, texts one person, I guess, and is like, "Hey, horses got out." They go, "Okay, well, whatever." I'm assuming it's the Pony Sitters Club uh, group chat. Oh, that's but true. Yeah, I I could be wrong. And at this point in the movie, I am hooked baited and switched like i was ready for a great movie at this point mm -hmm. uh but you know it's a child's film child's tv film that kind of settles down after this yeah but it's pretty fun though oh my god why don't we do mary kate and ashley how the west was fun why don't we do that that's a cowgirl movie i had no idea that existed but yeah we should definitely do that no way we might have to do how the west was fun ah uh, well we'll see well we'll do We'll talk about it all. We'll do our next one, which we know already, and then yep. we'll do that one, and then we'll figure out uh, another. Yeah, wait. Because we have like eight more to do. We have so many. <laughs> we have so many more to do. <laughs> so, anyway, all the horses get out. All the pony sitters congregate to go find them again. Grandpa is there. Grandpa is maybe my favorite yeah. character in this movie. He looks like he's in a different movie entirely. Like, he's, <laughs> he's all about bacon pies, and he has... Well... 
Yeah, they give him his own storyline. Like, <laughs> yeah. I I don't understand why he has to be a main character in this movie. I guess it's to take a little heat off of the kids. Yeah, well, because the kids all aren't that, that sort of thing. The kids aren't that good. So <laughs> <laughs> you need you need a, you need an adult to act in the movie. So and act well. Like he's got leaning on a desk with one hand oh. on his hip down perfectly he does that like 30 times in this movie he's got being antiqued down to a science he's got so much flour on his face by the end of this i loved it literally and uh he also gets a companion to bounce off of so he doesn't have to act with a bunch of kids all yeah well his companion is a kid but (laughs) it's oh you're talking well no he has his nemesis oh you're talking about george yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah i got george's name i didn't get the girl who trains the dog's name though (laughs) Or Grandpa's name. Well, his name is Grandpa. Could be Ricky. I don't think they ever say it. I think his name is Grandpa. Yeah, yeah, his name's Grandpa. I, hey, that's a great name for a kid. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> that would be a funny name for a kid. <laughs> Grandpa Toilet Toilet. <laughs> yeah, because that's obviously his name. Grandpa Toilet Toilet. Hi, I'm Grandpa Toilet Toilet. They call me the Two Toilet Kid. <laughs> they call me the Two Toilet Grandpa. Uh, I'm here to clean your gutters. <laughs> That's a euphemism. Where's your ma? <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a John. No, <laughs> no, he's a John. He's a John. Yeah, he's definitely. That's correct. He's a John. <laughs> he's a yeah, G- Grandpa Toilet Toilet. Yeah, hi, I'm Grandpa Toilet Toilet, American Gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> we we own the rights to that. Yeah, yeah. Nobody else write Grandpa Toilet Toilet American Gigolo. We're writing that, and we're going to produce yeah. it for Pure Flix, a spinoff. Please. In the, we're expanding the Pony Sitters Club universe to include the story <laughs> of Grandpa being a male gigolo. <laughs> yeah, that, that tracks. That does track. That's a good. Well, that's a good movie. Well, it's better than his last name, which is like Ketterby or something. <laughs> ketamine, I think, is his last name. <laughs> they just call him Grandpa that, Ketamine. He just takes a lot of ketamine, so they just call him Grandpa Ketamine. He's always tired. Yeah, oh. yeah but he can handle it. He's yeah. not. He's been taking ketamine his whole life. Do you know how much ketamine he has to take in order to get a trace of a high? He's taken yeah. enough to kill a horse. Yeah, he's got to do like 100,000 milligrams just to get to zero. <laughs> Just to get to normal. Just to yeah. get to waking up feeling. <laughs> Which he talks about a lot oh, off yeah. camera. They, oh, even on camera. They say, hey, Grandpa, do you want to come help us rake the leaves? He's like, I'm in a K-hole, kids. I can't do it. I'm deep in a K-hole. <laughs> Which is a lot for him. Oh, yeah. Well, and he keeps going like, Grandpa's got to get laid. Get me out of this K-hole. I got a client later. Give me them pills. <laughs> pointing at the kids hey give me them pills and they go what do you mean he's like I gotta go out I gotta do a job in town <laughs> I got a jab I got my fingers in so many pies you know and the kids go we don't understand what that means but as an adult you go don't say that in front of kids grandpa K that's <laughs> yeah. inappropriate there's a lot of people whispering into his ears. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people that look like stagehands coming in and grabbing him at the end of scenes and being like, get away from these kids, Grandpa. <laughs> they got a rope on him and they tug at him. 
<laughs> he gets too close or he says something wrong. That's why you only Yank. see... He's always standing behind a counter or shot from, like, the waist up because there's a rope tied around his waist that there are, yeah. fi- depending on the day, five to oh. ten grown men holding on to the other end of that rope ready to just yank Grandpa K out of a scene if he starts getting too mouthy or talking about his yeah. work as a gigolo too much. Yeah, three to five adults or five to ten teens. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need on a rope mm-hmm. for Grandpa. <laughs> that's it comes in his rider. I need, I need you need to supply the rope. You also need to supply either the ten teens or five adults that are going to hold this rope. Yeah, they have to be high on the call sheet too. Yeah, they have to be high on ketamine too. <laughs> but you know, doses. It's a yeah, yeah. yeah. It's they, really involved. They deserve top billing. Essentially, is what we're saying. These these teens and adults that hold back Grandpa K are the real heroes of this movie and should be treated as such. For sure, there should be like there should be an in memoriam for all the horse <laughs> or the rope people that go down during this filming. For sure. Oh my god, the amount of rope burn on hands because they're not given gloves. They have to just raw dog this rough rope that's going to cut their hands up. Let's be honest. Grandpa's going to make a run for it at some point. Oh, for sure. (laughs) I'd love to have that job. Imagine being on set with a rope in your head. Taut. Like, taut. Hold, like, he's pulling against you. Oh, yeah. He's pulling the entire (laughs) time they're filming. He's not just standing there. The rope's not lax. You're working the whole time. You're exhausted at the end of a day. Yeah, Grandpa's got so much back sweat. He doesn't uh, sweat on his front, which uh-uh. is just naturally awesome. Yeah, he got Botox on all of his sweat cells on the front and blocked them all up. Now his back is drenched constantly. Can you do that? Yeah, I think you can, actually. I don't know if it's Botox, but I think you can get, like, injections in your sweat cells to make them stop yeah. producing or blocking them from sweating. Although it feels like a great way to get, like, an infection. Like if like I don't think it stops you producing sweat. I think it just doesn't yeah. let the sweat come Moves out. It. Yeah, maybe I, I'm what? not sure, but I if I I'd say Botox does it. That's my guess. <laughs> well, if you've heard anything from it, Botox does it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the kids are all freaking out about these horses getting out. And Grandpa is like, hey, just take a breath, kids. Like, A, these yeah. horses aren't going anywhere. They're not going to go anywhere that they're not familiar with. And they're not going to hurt themselves. Like, all the kids are like, what if the horses hurt themselves? Like, well, how would they? Like, what are they? Are they going to get on that Harley Davidson and try to ride it? I don't think so. Plus, uh, he was on a good ketamine high during yeah. this scene. So he could he could be the voice of reason. Exactly. He was like, kids, just like, be cool, man. Just chill, brah. He calls <laughs> the kids brah a lot. <laughs> I thought that this was going to be like the whole plot of the movie is He's finding <laughs> these horses. No, no, it's five seconds. The horses got out. They Wait, find there a they horse. are. <laughs> oh, it's there. Like you just, the camera turn slightly and you see all three horses behind them just hanging out waiting to be picked up <laughs> and then on with the rest of the movie yeah i do love that uh that grandpa's like oh sky your horse puzzle is like uh is a wild horse like maybe maybe i should just go get him and like you should stay back and she's like no grandpa i know i trust my horse and my horse trusts me and he goes you know what you're right you take the lead on this nine-year-old girl you go get this scared runaway horse no problem <laughs> A horse, and looks- the script is playing it up like it's like 
wilding out, but it's a it's a pretty calm horse. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, the horse isn't really that upset. She gives it a carry, and it goes thanks, and then they're good. Do you think they drug these horses to deal with these kids? <laughs> I mean, my theory is that they drug every horse in every movie we've watched. They're all... Grandpa K is there. He's handing out little dosages. All these horses are on a bit of ketamine all the time. I think we're blowing the lid off of it. I think we need to find out for real. All right. Big, big pharma. Big, big farm. <laughs> F-A-R-ma. Get in here. <laughs> I'm glad you spelled that out for me because I was lost. I was drifting through space without a rope attached to my waist. If only you had, you know, 10 teens to hold on to that rope. <laughs> at least. For me, at least. At least, please. I'm a big boy. Ah, oh, time, gentlemen, please. Um, so, uh, yay, pony sitters. That's a thing that they all say at one point. Yeah, they definitely say yay, pony sitters, because I have that written down, too. <laughs> and they're all just looking at each other when they say it. Yay, <laughs> pony sitters! Okay. I feel like they say that at least once per episode on their TV show. For sure they do, yeah. Oh, sorry, I was wrong earlier when I said Bella is a, is a nerd. Bella is Brazilian. Olivia is the nerd. Yeah, Brazilian nerd that's going to Brazil soon. Yeah. But also is in the movie. <laughs> just, I, I have a feeling that they filmed, she couldn't be there for the finale, like when they filmed the ending. So they were just like, I don't know, say she went to Brazil or something. So we don't have to worry about why she's not there at the end. And she's so insistent on it. Like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to be here. So I'm, I'm going. Put, yeah. I'm going to Brazil. I'm going to Brazil. So I figured after she said that, she wasn't going to be in the rest of the movie. And then she's in the next scene. She's in every scene and then she, until the end. Yeah, a little bit later as well. Like, there's there's not even a point where everyone's like, okay, goodbye, Bella. Have fun in Brazil. Like, there's not even, like, closure on that. It's just like, and then she's just not there anymore. And we're supposed to intuit that she's in Brazil now. Well, rats <laughs> off to you. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Because you're going to need it. <laughs> and then we get to my favorite scene in this movie and maybe my favorite scene in any movie I've ever seen. Uh, all the girls, they're talking about how they need to, they're, they're excited about this dog being trained and they're like, oh, you know what? We better call Kyle and get Kyle involved with this. Let's just hope we can get a hold of him again. And then we smash <laughs> cut to five months ago. There's a phone ringing on the ground it says a girl's name on it phone's ringing and then it pans over and there's just a kid in with in a wheelchair with cerebral palsy and he's tr he's like oh no i'm sorry olivia i hate when this happens and he just can't reach his phone that he's dropped and i laughed yeah. so hard at that at that reveal it was hysterical <laughs> it was so funny i I particularly felt bad for the kid. Why? I, I was sitting there weeping. He's uh, not a real he, kid. Poor boy couldn't get his phone. Is it a wheelchair? But I love that, like, at this point in his life, like, kid, you, you didn't become this way. You were born this yeah. way, right? Like, he's mega in a wheelchair, right? So... <laughs> Good, great way to put that. That yeah. was very classy. Mega in a wheelchair. 
At yeah. no point did his family go, maybe we should rig up a system so you can't drop your cell phone on the ground. You know, when you're alone and you have to take a dump, which he literally, yeah. so he doesn't say take a dump, but he says, like, what if I have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> like, they have a good laugh over that. Like, oh, get him do. a reacher or, like, put a string on yeah, it or something. That's exactly what I said. It was like, if they put, this is this is going to sound mean, but I don't mean it in a mean way, but, like, they put strings on children's mittens so they don't lose them put a string on his cell phone so if he drops it he can just pick it up again like it's it's just there, silly yeah there's a hundred solutions to this problem other than leaving this kid alone and without a way to get a cell phone well and the fact that like sky and grandpa show up and they're like hey what's up we, we thought you were coming over but you didn't show up so we we didn't answer your phone so we came to get you and i love that he's sitting on the driveway going like my taxi isn't here to pick me up they're over an hour late it's like, so you've just been sitting in your driveway, in your wheelchair, your cell phone is on the ground, and you were just, like, waiting to die? <laughs> like, what were you going to do, man? Like, this yeah. is ba all bad. This is a tragedy what happened this day. Yeah, I feel like he he's there to impart knowledge onto kids on how to handle these situations. Yeah. But in this scene, it's just a problem all the way around. It's just a hilarious reveal. A, a ringing cell phone reveals that a kid who cannot reach it is just sitting next to it going, Oh, oh no. Yahweh. Yahweh. He's, he's praising Yahweh a lot. Oh, my God. Do you, these flashbacks have to be an integral part to the TV show as well. I would have to assume. I don't think so. That kid's only no? in... I looked up that kid. He's only in the Pony Sitters Club. That's the only thing he's ever done. But he's only in about four episodes of the TV series. So I don't think okay. Kyle... Because there's like 20 episodes or something like that. I don't think Kyle is a big component of the Pony Sitters Club. And I don't think he's... Yeah, maybe it was just what they did for the movie so they could include him in the movie, but yeah. also like film separately. Well, every, every scene that Kyle is in is a flashback. Yeah. And... He doesn't make any appearances in present day, which I was disappointed about. It's like... Until the very end. Does he show up at the end? Yeah, he's there at the competition, and he's, like, alone by the <laughs> fence, and everybody's in a group. <laughs> and well, he's, the, it's he's, CGI'd. And... He's not there at the very end when everybody leaves. Like, he's not no. there in the rodeo pit when everyone's like, hey, that was great, congratulations. He's not at that, so... No. That's hilarious that's amore that's hilarious that he just is just there alone again like do you not have a family kyle kyle you look like you can't be older than 13 years old why are your parents letting you a kid with cerebral palsy just be alone that seems so dangerous yeah i don't know where those kids parents are at and it's good that you're imparting some independence on this kid but also kind of be there Right? At least make sure he gets in his cab. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? They're probably in the house. Yeah. Boning. They're doing ketamine. Grandpa K, Grandpa K, like, l snuck out the back door, got in his truck, went and picked up Sky, drove back, and was like, hey, this is my first time here today. That's what's going on, man. <laughs> Rope, guys. You better be on point for this scene. <laughs> he's, he's definitely going to try to grab that cell phone. Don't let him. He's going to call his ketamine dealer. <laughs> Yeah, and spend a bunch of money on gambling. Oh, yeah. He, Those yeah. slots. He's got a big, like, online slots. <laughs> Just burn what your money. Fun. 
Just burn your money. Light it on fire. What a fun way to spend. What a fun way to spend your retirement money. You worked your whole life. Piss it all away on the slots. (laughs) I love how, well, it's a kid's movie, so they have to be very explicit about where they're going and where the plot is taking (laughs) them. Like when they talk about City Hall for like ever, and then they talk about Judge Packets. It's very grown up. Yeah, Yahweh, what's up, Judge Packets? <laughs> that should be my name. Judge Packets is a good name. It's not great. It's not bad. It's it, not great. It's not great. It's not great, but it's not bad also. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Kyle's getting a service dog. That's what the whole thing's leading up to. He's getting a service dog. He teaches us about service dogs. So that's good. Yahweh. I like Kyle. I I really like that uh, scene about the service dogs. It was yeah. boring, but it was very informative <laughs> yeah. for kids because they get excited with dogs. And he's show nudge, 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 and the dog's pushing yeah. cupboards closed and stuff. It's cool. I didn't know that's, uh, that's in- really interesting how they train service dogs like that. It's uh, a perfect representation of uh, what's going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. with well, service dogs. Also, don't drop your phone too much because dogs lick their own bums, and you really don't want that all over your cell phone, do you? Yes, I do. And oh, you do. You're thank right. Thank you for your service. Thank you for hey, service dogs. Thank you for your service. We salute yes. you. We respect you, and we salute you. Get an abortion. You are allowed. I think you are encouraged to su- salute service dogs. I think that's an important thing that you should do. Uh, I don't know. Hand signals. No. The next time you see a service dog, stop what you're doing. Take your friggin' hat off and salute that service dog for all of its service. You're specifically talking to me, right? I'm talking to you and everyone who listens to this who is seeing service dogs out in the wild. You better take off your hat and get up from kneeling for that flag and salute that service dog. I usually flip them off. (laughs) Well, they can't do anything. They're paralyzed at that point. Yeah, they don't even have thumbs. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck flipping me off, dog. Which, Which of your fingers is even your middle finger? dumb hey you got cats you got cats right i do have cat do you do you refer to its back legs as its its legs and its front legs as its arms because i i definitely do exclude i'm like oh yeah he got his arm stuck in the thing it's like they're all legs (laughs) is your wife yelling at you they're all legs they're all legs what's your favorite kind of pie go poon tank duh what is your favorite kind of pie? Because that's duh. very important to the pie You're right. uh, B-plot. Well, for, okay, wait. Before we answer that question, are you Ugh. a pie man or a cake man? Do you prefer cakes or pies? Pie. Same here. Pie. I love cake. Black Forest cake is phenomenal. I love a good cake. But my heart is in pie. I love a pie. Uh, my wife making a cake, and I taste <laughs> a lot of cake. But uh, where my heart really is at, it's definitely pie. I... I feel like it's transitioned throughout my life when I've become an old man. I loved cake when I was a kid. Sure, you gotta have cake, right? Gotta have cake. Oh, short but skirt, p- long jacket. Get out of here. Ooh. Uh. Ooh. Uh. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> uh. Exactly. Ooh. Uh. Um. Ooh. <laughs> I love rhubarb pie. 
just straight rhubarb? I like a strawberry yeah. rhubarb or an apple rhubarb, but I don't think you're I've... adding anything else to that. You're a dumb, dumb dugan as far as I'm concerned. All right, because well, you get some rhubarb, you have a packet full of sugar in there. Like I didn't at say, least a packet. I didn't say add roast beef to the rhubarb pie. I said add things that go with rhubarb to the rhubarb pie. Strawberry shouldn't even be going anywhere near rhubarb. It stinks. <laughs> rhubarb pie only. <laughs> Guess what, pal? You friggin' stink. Your attitude stinks. How's that sound? Oh, uh, my grandmother's uh, rhubarb pie was just phenomenal. Ooh, okay, all right. Well, fair enough. Uh, you know what? My favorite pie is also a grandma classic. I love flapper pie. That's my favorite kind of pie. I'll say what? Are you familiar? What's the What's that flapper pie? Oh, flapper pie. It's the finest of the pies. On the bottom, you start with a graham cracker crust, toasted to perfection. Mwah. Yeah, Above that, you put a big, big layer of, uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, oh, crap. Cream? Oh, no. Custard. A big old custard <laughs> layer right in there. Vanilla custard. Yeah. And then on top of that, you put a nice meringue, and you crumble some graham crackers on top of that meringue. You bake that till it solidifies. Ooh, it's good. You know what I feel about that pie? Ah. It's basically cake. No, not at all. Yeah, that's, you might as well just have a big piece of cake. What are you talking custard. about? Custard is not cake. Custard is custard. Li it's a liquid. It's a Like slick a pie is pie crust, a filling, and then more pie crust on top. It doesn't have custard and like Don't agree. whatever what chocolate about, doodad you put what in a, there. What about a banana cream pie? What about a key lime pie? What about any pie that's yeah, got meringue cake. on it? <laughs> You're Guess what, pal? You're going to be buried in cake at the end of this. How's that sound? All right? Rest in peace, all right? Rest in pieces of cake. That's what they're going to say on your tombstone. Yeah, and I hope it does. Yeah. And I also want to say too legit to quit. Oh, of course. <laughs> too, well, yeah. <laughs> Was legit, had to quit is what it'll say. Okay, if you're in charge, that's definitely what's going to happen. Well, you're but, dead. Um, well, throw me in a river. That's true. Sure. They're going to go, this man drowned in cake. How did that happen? Which is your favorite pie? Which is my favorite pie? Cake. It, well, that's what I'm saying. See, <laughs> okay, if you're going to put a gun to my head and say, tell me a, what's your favorite fruit pie? Yeah. It's got to be rhubarb. Just kidding. That's a terrible pie. I like... <laughs> it's a terrible cowboy name. That's a terrible cowboy Rhubarb pie, that's a terrible cowboy name. That is that a terrible. Sounds pretty good. It's not a. It, yeah, I was gonna say it's terrible, but it's not bad. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I'd be afraid of rhubarb pie, the fastest gun in the West. That's a spooky name. I like spooky. I like a blueberry pie. If we're saying if we're talking fruit, I like a blueberry pie that's chock full of blueberries. That's very good. Well, I shouldn't know about this kind of pie because we live in Haiti. Yeah. But Saskatoon berry pie is phenomenal. You know, Saskatoon berries are, in my book, overrated. I feel like people love them here because they're a local delight. That's right. Maybe we're not in Haiti. Do your own research. Oh, figure it out. Oh, oh, oh. But, but, the, but the fact of the matter is, I don't think anyone outside of where we live gives two farts about Saskatoon berries. I think they give a couple of farts. And I, think, I so. think they're just named something else in uh, different places because we can't be the only ones with them. They're probably called in crap Haiti. berries. They're probably just called crap berries everywhere else. Like, I don't want a crap berry pie. We go, well, we called it something different here because we got lots of them. You're right. 
Thank you. Yeah. You're right. You're right in that I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yahweh, we got to the bottom of that. Whew. Yeah. About me being right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're putting pickles in your pie? Well, maybe I am. Well, clearly you're not. What are you, insane? Yeah. Kind of pie are you? That's making? a good red herring, though. Nah, I guess. I mean, imagine. Well, if, he thinks about putting pickles in his pie. It worked. True. Imagine if he, like, went. It, like, the day of the competition, George shows up and he's got a big jar of pickles and he's like, you know what? I thought about it. Peanut butter pickle pie. Sounds great to me. Ooh, I don't. Peanut butter jelly pickle pie? Nope. You've never had. Is that a, a thing? You've never had a peanut butter, like, dill pickle sandwich? I've heard of such things. I I have been around this world a couple of times, and somebody has told those words to me. I've never tried it. Here's the thing. I'm not going to say they're good, but I'm also yeah. not going to say they're bad, because I've eaten uh-huh. them, but I don't remember. I feel like it's in the same realm of a peanut butter and cheese Whiz sandwich. <sighs> like, nobody can, like, totally sign off on it, but I feel like some people love it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're not wrong. I bet it is. I bet it is someone's favorite. Like, oh, it just, it's just like when it's just me time. I just have a little snack. It's a peanut butter cheese whiz sandwich. And you go, go to hell. How does that sound? <laughs> go to hell. I and think take... you meant heck, but no, yeah, I mean I, hell. H e double <laughs> hockey sticks. Tell the devil I sent you. Yeah, we're definitely in Haiti. Oh yeah, we live in Haiti. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Why do I, I several times in my notes I've written I'm a pie man over cakes. Why do I have that written three <laughs> times in my notes in three different spots? I'm a pie man. You really wanted to be explicit about it. Look, I'm a pie man over cakes, all right? Stop acting like I'm not a pie man. So the the sky, the, the main character in this film, yeah. Her biggest issue is forms. <laughs> yeah, I, we should talk about that. Yeah. Sky has a real she says several times, I have trouble with forms. I can't fill out forms. And I went, What in the hell are you talking about? What do you well, mean? Well she has dyslexia. Well, we find that out at the very end, but up until yeah. then, it's just her going, I can't fill out forms. Well, <laughs> just do it. What do you mean you can't? Okay, you got Lizdexia, fine. Don't do it then, but come on. I see what you did there. Thanks. Well, she has to sign up for this big horse uh, thing at the fair. Yeah. It's an obstacle course. Yeah. And she goes down to City Hall. She had pre-filled up the entry uh, forms, filled it out, seemingly taking days to get it right. And she said she it would take her hours. still had some letters backwards and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's what dyslexia does. It makes you write your letters backwards. <laughs> and I, I think she was writing her own name, but it, I think she put down Beverly or something. <laughs> Beverly D'Angelo. Sign me up. There we go. And the person at City Hall is like, this isn't the right form. We, we're doing new forms. You got to fill this out. She's like, well... I can't do it. I swear to God, I can't do it. And uh, there's this, like, really long, drawn-out scene of her trying to figure out this new uh, form. And there's, like, drab music. And it (laughs) it really puts a lot of pressure and a lot of uh, suspense on this scene. Oh, yeah. And what Sky should have said was, uh, I got these forms off your website. So maybe update your website before coming at me, a child, because I filled out last year's forms that I got from your website. Yeah, 
I'm only this many years old. Could you like just take these old forms and like transfer it right? for me? I like please. What what is going to be so different about this year's forms from last year's forms that you can't accept my forms from last year? Like what's what is going to be what how much changed on this form? Like doesn't make sense. Well, the lady at City Hall obviously isn't taking enough ketamine to chill the F down. Yeah, chill the F down, Bianca. <laughs> By the way, I hated yeah, Bianca. Probably, I hated Bianca you, in this movie. I hated her. Well, you're you kind of supposed to. Yeah, I but, bet you she wanted to be called Beyonce. I, I just... Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, I just... I didn't like her... I didn't like her character. I didn't like that she was like, oh, dear, well... It's like, nobody exists like that. Show me a real person that's like that, and I'll believe it. But I don't think any real person behaves like that anymore. Yeah, she's basing her character off of, like, Missed Outfire or something. Yeah, off the... And off, just... <laughs> off that guy from The Simpsons with the pencil-thin mustache. <laughs> oh, no! That's what she's basing her whole life on. Well, she's probably from the theater and has learned to emote. It's true. Project to the back of the auditorium. Ron set, lady. Could you, like, tone it down a half scotch, please? We, we only have one mic. The levels have to be evil, equal for everyone. We can't crank the levels down when you're screaming into the microphone. Sorry, projecting your problems onto oh, us. Oh, that's how it works. Oh, I, I think I'm going to use that uh, voice in bed, though. Good call. Oh, I'm going to use. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, here, here comes the glue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next time you're being intimate. Hey, everyone listening. Next time you're being intimate with your partner, guy, girl, anything in between. Make sure that before you yiz to yell out, Oh, here comes the glue. <laughs> Film it, send it to us at pureboyspodcast at gmail.com and we'll put you on the show. Yeah, we'll put you on blast or on our OnlyFans. That's and right. Reap the benefits. That's right. We'll make fun of your penis size right here on the show. I uh, appreciated how many montages were in this movie. Yeah enough there is uh yeah <laughs> there's so many montages there's like a training montage for like three five minutes and then right after that a new scene starts and then they do like a dress-up montage <laughs> which is very fun yeah and it, i like that there's this weird kind of reality breaking moment where shelby and sky are like trying on costumes and like trying to one-up each other with their costumes but it's just the two of them doing it and then it the scene like that segment ends and we cut to a wide shot and all their friends are just there going what are you guys doing and they're just yeah. wearing outrageous outfits looking at each other it's very funny yeah like they were just standing there the whole time and they kind of break the fourth wall a little yeah. bit and just like what is happening what are you guys doing i will say this i liked that despite shelby being sky's main competition they don't act like that. Shelby is supportive of Sky. She helps Sky. Sky is nothing but a bag to Shelby in return. But yeah. Shelby is very like in any other movie there would have been like contention between them and then they would have become friends. Maybe that's what the show, the TV show is about. I don't know. 
but I like yeah. that they're just friends, and it's like, well, we can compete against each other. We're representing Rescue Ranch, so it's all good. Well, they're both a part of the Pony Sitters Club, so they got a bond that can never be broken. Exactly. Uh, but but they're also alphas. They oh. want to be alphas. Alphas frick, brah. Alpha Centauri. Yeah. That's a that's a different place. Yeah, that's true. I uh. Uh, oh, Sky's whole thing is she's her her horse. I was gonna say her dog. Her horse is nervous around loud noises and crowds, so he really likes the sunflower pin that she has. So she's gonna wear that during the competition to keep her horse calm, even though he's not gonna be looking at it or seeing it or anything. But that uh, that's the that's the rub is that she's gonna wear that. Remember that, listeners. She's gonna wear that sunflower pin. The end. Well, they. They're trying to teach kids lessons throughout these little uh, bits of the movie. And <laughs> yeah. I thought they did a great job of, like, relating that to kids, explaining it, and uh, telling them not to react uh, so harshly to mm. people that, like, need to be a calmer space, I guess. Well, and also recognizing that, like, just because you're competing against somebody doesn't mean you have to be adversaries. Like, it's like yeah. friendly competition is a thing and maybe should be more of the way it is. Like, you don't, you know, like community over competition, right? So maybe that's maybe stop being so friggin tribal. Yeah. And a lot of the other uh, cowgirl movies are very, like, competition angsty based mm -hmm. instead of people helping each other and being a part of a community and yeah. also competing against each other when a lot of cowgirl movies are like that mean girl needs to be taken down a peg or two when it's like mm -hmm. she, who knows what she's got going on right like yeah. yeah she's being mean but there's probably a reason for that that she probably doesn't even understand right now so maybe she doesn't need to be taken down a peg or two <laughs> like maybe we don't need yeah. to shame this child in front of her friends but whatever this it seems like towards the end they eventually kind of figure it out and yeah. you know bury the hatchet exactly bury a couple hatchets yeah yeah for sure <laughs> in their horse's legs but everybody's just kind of nice throughout this movie yeah and, except uh, Sky except for Grandpa and George or whatever and Sky the main character is yeah. awful so mean to should we just get to that part of the movie yeah okay so this whole stupid pin business has been going on. And Skye is feeling insecure. She's got dyslexia. She's worried about her horse in this competition. Yada, 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 whatever. And then she can't find her pin. So she... So uh, Shelby comes up to her and is like, Hey, what's going on? Like, what? you seem stressed out. And she goes, Where did you put my pin? Where do, Where is my pin? She goes, I don't know where your pin is. And Skye's like, I know you took my pin. Where is my pin? And Shelby's like, You know what? I quit the Pony Sitters Club. <laughs> Go oh, okay. <laughs> Bit of an overreaction, but okay, fair enough. Well, she's also been helping Sky and her horse get ready for this competition. Puzzle, yeah. Because it is a runaway horse, and it takes a little bit more time uh, to get this uh, ready. And she's put off a lot of her own training with her horse, Apollo, uh, to get her ready for this uh, competition. And now she's throwing shade uh, for stealing a pin that she didn't steal which is absurd because like what did she steal it off your jacket like you didn't take <laughs> it off so how do you think she got your pin do you think she snuck up behind you and then one-handed snuck her arm in and fiddled off your pin like no like you it fell off and then sure enough that's how i do it well yes of course but you're a machiavellian and also is that your jacket is that your pin <laughs> 
Did I want to steal? <laughs> Chicago, are we back here? No, boy, that was bad, and I regret doing that voice. <laughs> what that even turned into? We I back here? Hey, are we here? I don't know what that was. I don't know what my mind was trying to do. I just want to do That's Chicago. Like Chicago uh Australian mix. <laughs> why don't I just stick to the why don't I stick to what I know? John Madden and Sean Connery. Those are my go to impressions from here on in. Well, all I can say is that your jacket and it's ripped from another comedian doing a podcast. So. Is, is that your jacket? It's me, John Madden. <laughs> I just got out of jail. Well, it's been a while since I've heard your Madden. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good it's good it's a really good Madden, I gotta say. It's evolved. And it's uh, grown. Call Caliendo. There's a new king of Madden in town. Yeah. 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 Uh, what else? At, once they got to the fair, I just kind of stopped keeping notes. <laughs> I just stopped, like, paying attention once they got to the fair. Because I knew how it was all going to wrap up. Everyone was going to learn friendship. Grandpa's rival's pie gets wrecked. So Grandpa and him team up and make a great pie. And... Well, they make a tart. Do, make do, 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 do. a tart. You're right. I should have paid more attention. <laughs> <laughs> but he put salt in uh, his nemesis's flour, and that's a no-no. That's, that's a nay nay. That's a niche niche for sure. Yeah, that's an evil. That's an evil. Uh, oh, I did really like when they're all getting prizes at like the animal at the fair at the animal show, whatever the hell it's called. And you know, it's like oh, every animal gets a prize, which is nice because like, how can you compare? like a donkey to an alpaca to a rabbit like that's how do you pick best animal out of those three well donkey obviously but that's neither here nor there um but they're they're handing out like oh what prize would you win and the mom is like oh i'd probably win for silliest talent watch this and then tries to stick her tongue out and touch her nose but can't do it Like just like you really you really set yourself up for failure hey you you yeah you pick the one thing you couldn't do like you could even roll your tongue or something. Just nope, can't. Whoop, whoops, this, can't do it. This is one out of five lines in this whole movie, and you get <laughs> ramped up for showing this talent, and not even close. She's got <laughs> like at least a dime between her nose and her tongue. Oh yeah, she's got a whole uh, fil fil filtrum, a whole filtrum's length. Yeah. yeah, and like a lot of white powder, <laughs> which I didn't yeah. get. It was like watching the last uh, the last waltz. You just look at Neil Young's nose and go like, that guy's got a lot of a lot of talcum powder on his nose. You know what I'm saying? Well, you don't have to get all the way to your nose with your tongue if you found what you're reaching for in the first place. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. That's wow. If you're yeah, if the cocaine is already there, you can just get it, just lick it off, pal. Yeah. Why go to the nose? Well, and here's the thing: you'd probably win for prettiest smile. It's like, bro, calm down, all right? Her kids are here. Don't don't openly flirt like that in front of her kids. It's weird. Yeah, this is what I was saying earlier with him coming hard, because he he's coming hard. He shoots his shot for sure. He yells, here comes the glue. Yeah. <laughs> you would uh, win for prettiest shoulders. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I'd probably win for best buds. <laughs> Very true. Mm -hmm. Stony. <laughs> Uh, b b b what else? Being the different, kids, being different is what makes you a winner. That's a good point. More like a wiener. Yeah, more like a friggin' loser. <laughs> <laughs> I love these kids. It would be really funny if someone was like, "Being different is what makes you a loser." <laughs> <laughs> 
did you sub, uh, spot the Canadian flag at the? Uh, no, I, I wasn't uh, watching. I was doing oh, yeah, other. I had watching. it all. I was listening, but I was doing other stuff. At that yeah. point, I know how it wraps. It was up. when they were like searching for Speedy and just like looking at different parts of the rodeo or fair. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. And they find Speedy, don't they? Well, they all collect in like a spot, and they're like, "We can't find Speedy." And then all of a sudden, the dark barks and it's under a trailer conveniently right in front of them Perfect. and they use a hot dog bun to get him out <laughs> they use grandpa's ketamine rope to get him out <laughs> well that's what it's there for exactly they tie they tie a hot dog bun to grandpa's ketamine rope they throw that under the trailer dog comes out grandpa makes a break for it but luckily the dog is there he pulls him back exactly mm-hmm. uh so sky goes to compete and the lady's like no you can't compete like, well, yeah, same lady from before with the forms. Who looked familiar. Like, looked looked like a Canadian actress. Looked like, oh, I've probably seen her in a million things before. But couldn't yeah, tell you like her name. Like my mother's sister. Exactly. Like your mother's sister. And she's like, you can't compete. Mm-mm. You didn't sign up. Well, There's no room. Like she says, she didn't fill out the form correctly. She signed up for a spot in the third heat and not the first. And she wasn't on time. <laughs> So it's like, oh, yeah, you can't compete then. And there's no room. You just can't do it. No. But then uh, Sky lays the guilt trip on. It's like, I have dyslexia. (laughs) Woman goes, I don't care. Fill out the form. (laughs) What do you think? Life is always going to, like, just hold your friggin' hand and let you just coast on your dyslexia? Get your life together, Sky. Fill out the form. Deal with it. Lots of people have dyslexia, and they compete in these horse competitions. Yeah, she starts chopping her hands (laughs) and slapping them and just, like, laying into this poor girl. And then the movie sort of ends. Yeah, like it ends just—it's just a slow zoom in on Sky's face as all of her dreams are crushed, and this woman's hands are just in her face, just karate chopping her hands. Chop, 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 <laughs> chop, chop, chop. You can't do it. You can't compete, Sky. You're done. <laughs> You're finished. You're You'll out. never working in this town again. <laughs> So, but then Shelby shows up and is like, you know what? You're a good friend. I'm back in the Pony Sitters Club. I'll step down. You ride instead. Yeah, Fine. she has to ride a mule, though. <laughs> yeah, she has to ride a brain jackass. So out comes Grandpa. <laughs> Got him. Got him, Grandpa. We, uh, but then Sky wins. Of course Sky she does. Sky wins the whole gosh darn thing. Fastest time in the West. Even though they clearly speed up the footage of the run. Yeah, and it's clearly, it's not her. Like, it's a grown woman riding that horse. Yeah, it's Emilio Estevez with a wig. (laughs) Well, this horse was going a little fast. (laughs) Boom! You got him! You got him, Emilio! Uh, And then, like, all's well that ends well. Kyle shows up. He's like, I, I had to drive my wheelchair all the way here. Can someone give me a ride home? But no one's listening to him. They're celebrating Sky's big win, and they all leave. And he's like, my tires are stuck in the mud. I, I can't get out of here. Can somebody help? And everyone's cheering, and they load into their just trucks. And they, they drive away, and the last shot is Kyle just spinning his wheels in the dirt as you see the battery meter on his wheelchair just slowly inching down to empty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and then the credits are rolling, and then when it once it hits empty, it just goes black, and yeah. that's the end of the film. And he he's going cameo, cameo, my dog, my uh, <laughs> my my service dog, cameo, please help me. But the dog is just like chasing horses in the field. It's red bib. Uh-huh. It's, it's red bib is on the ground, and it's just running around chasing horses. Just panicked looking too. <laughs> just. Going for it. Just seeing all the whites all the way around that dog's eyes. It's just yeah. frothing at the mouth. <laughs> Kyle's just... <laughs> yeah, it's got rabies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A raccoon at the for fair. Sure. Bet it. Someone's yeah. adorable... Rabies at the fair. Yeah. Someone's adorable raccoon for the animal competition had rabies, and it bit the service dog, and the dog got rabies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the film. And Who that's cares the about film? pie. Exactly. Well, at the very, very end, a pie hits Kyle in the face, and then it cuts to black. <laughs> it's funny though. And they go, "Why did it's you? Hot. Why did you give this kid a roll? Did you give him a roll so you could mock a kid in a wheelchair and then pie him at the end of the movie? Is that why you did this? You could have cooled down the pie, <laughs> fresh Too out of the hot. oven." You threw Grandpa and Gus's tart at him? That thing was... The pan was hot. Yeah. It's cruel, but it makes for good uh, cinema. I mean, it made me laugh really hard. So, (laughs) what more could you ask for in a children's movie? Yeah, I almost peed my pants. Almost. But I'm a man. Yahweh, I hear ya. Uh, (laughs) Johnny, what did you think of uh, the Pony Sitters Club? Oh no, fun at the fair. (laughs) Yeah, let's uh, put to bed to bed. I love this film. I think it really shows exactly what Canadians are uh, capable of when it comes to the art form that is film (laughs) and television. Yes. And I feel like we're just standing on the shoulders of this film, and we will uh, see what happens next. Uh, Ten stars. It's a beautiful sentiment. Uh, How about you? After watching this film, I felt like a cell phone on the ground, a ringing cell phone next to a child in a wheelchair who can't reach me. I felt lost and adrift. I didn't know what I would do after I finished this film because I loved it so much. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're left and adrift and everything, but you also have all the knowledge of humankind. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, yeah. Um, I I did actually quite like this movie despite, like, kind of checking out at the end just because it was a a kid's movie. I know how this is going to wrap up. I've seen a million kids. I used to be a kid. I know how kids' movies go, but I did. I there was enough funny stuff in it that I enjoyed. There's surprisingly really good lessons throughout the movie, and like mm-hmm. I don't know, I wouldn't mind more Pony Sitters Club. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We're not going to commit to anything, but no. we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, until next week, I love you. I love you. We, we love 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 you. you. If you're going to be a cowgirl, you got to be tough. Got to be the tough. Best you got to be tough. A team Love girl. it. Me too. Yeah. That, that is a really good clip. I'm glad we have that in here. It encapsulates everything we want to express. Well, exactly. I mean, we're going to continue. I think even once we're not doing Cowgirl Summer anymore, I'm going to make, if you want to be a cowgirl, you got to be tough. Leave that, <laughs> put that into another song or something like that. Yeah, it's going to stick with us. It is our cross to bear. Yes. Neil, what did you think of this episode? 
I thought we were past this. Shouldn't have told me he listens. Now I'm going to talk to him every episode. <laughs> have a good night, Neil. We love you. Kisses.